Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. We are your hosts, Joseva Kapadia and Jasper Rivers. Get paid for your pad. 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 Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Get Paid for Your Pad. And today I am here with Lauren Kelly, all the way from, originally from Atlanta, right? Lauren, is that right? Mm -hmm. Yep, just north of Atlanta, but that's where I moved here from. Awesome. So how are you doing? I'm doing super well. I, uh, yeah, I'm very happy here in San Francisco. So it's like this kind of crazy, happy, good, consistent thing that this city breeds. So I'm good. Awesome. Well, welcome to the show. Um, Why don't you start and give our listeners a background of yourself? Cool. So I was born and raised in Roswell, Georgia, if we're going that far back. Um, February 12th, Abraham Lincoln's birthday. I'm a big fan of knowing people's birthdays and where they started. Um, Grew up dancing my whole life. Wanted to be an architect in the fourth grade and was part of a group called Peer Helpers. And I share that because I think both of those things are still quite relevant, maybe not in the exact way as they seem, but in many ways, I'm still helping peers and I'm still an architect and kind of blueprint thinker. Um, So went to the University of Georgia in Athens, go dogs. Athens is awesome if you ever get the chance to visit. Worked with college students for about four years after that across the country and the world led a study abroad program in Greece, was a nomad of sorts for the last several years, and uh, realized that San Francisco resonates in a lot of ways with who I am, where I want to be, who I want to be surrounded by. Um, And so, yeah, I recently booked an Airbnb as I was walking onto the plane in Atlanta, a one-way ticket. And many people and moments and present happening since i'm finding myself talking to you jasper (laughs) yeah so me and laura met at the airbnb open and um maybe maybe you can fill us in on what happened after that you took a one-way ticket to san francisco and you booked an airbnb place what happened after that um so yeah i I had looked at a couple different places because i decided to come out here. It was like just a couple days before Dreamforce and I had heard and read about it. So I thought, well, if I'm, if I'm really doing this, maybe I'll start there. I figured there'd be some good networking with the 150,000 people that were in town. Uh, <laughs> um, and, and just for who doesn't know what's, what's Dreamforce? Uh, Dreamforce is Salesforce's large, large, large. Uh, I think they named themselves the largest innovation conference in the world perhaps. Um, and it's particularly, you know, useful for people who use Salesforce. Uh, but even for someone who doesn't, I mean, they, they, um, you know, have incredible speakers. There are people from, uh, Al Gore to 
uh, Mark Andreessen to one of my favorites was Eckhart Tolle. Um, uh, they just really bring bring an interesting, um, successful group of people to sort of talk about the here and now and where it's going. Um, and also, a lot of the people who go tend to be interested in, you know, in tech, obviously, and tech startups. Um, and so that's where I thought, well, maybe I'll make some friends if I stay at a listing that is geared towards some techie, entrepreneur, startup-y people. And there were a few listings. Uh, the one that I ended up in where I'm still talking with you from now, uh, has, let's see, it was like, it took me like an hour actually. This is kind of interesting, but it took a long time to get it to go through. I was walking on the plane and we were having all these issues from the phone, but something I was like, so determined, I don't know, is that kind of intuition thing we were talking about earlier, Jasper. Um, I just knew I was like, I have to do this. So I did. And, um, since then some help was needed and I'm essentially helping host as one of the main tenants, uh, community manage, if you will, and just kind of be me and do me and help help people connect. And it's been, I, I could have never imagined what it's turned into. So great experience. So how long ago did you, did you make this move? Um, well, I realized for a few weeks I had been saying a month ago. <laughs> Uh, so I think it's been almost two months now. It was October 14th. I flew out here also in time for the Treasure Island Music Festival, of course. Uh, so yeah, October, yeah, like six, seven weeks or something, eight weeks. I, so, I don't know. Time's so just, a bit of a blur. So just to summarize, you came down to San Francisco uh, for the Salesforce conference because you figured it'd be a good place to meet some people and they were advertising some Airbnb listings for attendants to stay at. Is that? Uh, no, it was kind of my, my own connection. Um, I really backing up maybe one important piece to, to mention is I starting in July was when I had this catalyst moment of, I have to be in San Francisco now, what am I doing? Uh, and so that was when I began working and reaching out with and then ended up actually being reached out to um by airbnb through a friend and it was anyway that was when i sort of began thinking hmm i think it would be really amazing to work work with airbnb which i mean i've been following them for years but that was when it started to become more of a reality so i actually was realizing through that process, you know, whether it's Airbnb or what, what, what company I end up working with or more than a company community, um, I needed to be here. And then from that, I decided, oh, the timing of, you know, Dreamforce, Treasure Island, all that stuff was happening in the same week. And I, uh, and I thought, since I'm going to that, I should probably stay at an Airbnb that is geared towards like-minded people. Um, and so there were listings that said, you know, tech house, uh, startup house, and that's, that's where, that's where I ended up. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and then how did you make it to the Airbnb open? Hmm. Hmm, that's a good story. Um, so one of the, the guys, JB, Jean-Baptiste Marchand Davier, uh, he was staying in, in, uh, the Airbnb that I was, you know, helping and, um, we became really good friends initially because I needed some extra work 
I spoke a little French. I minored in it. And he and his, uh, his business partner, Jonathan, uh, with WP Rocket, WP Rocket, as we would joke, uh, <laughs> they, they, they needed some help with some writing and communication. And so, anyway, we became friends initially over me potentially freelance writing for them. And I did a couple little projects. Um, one thing which actually they're sponsoring, I think the WordPress uh, WordCamp in Brazil. Um, but that really just really blossomed into a, a friendship. And JB's parents have a listing outside of Lyon um, in France. Beautiful home. I'll have to send you some of the pictures. I will go one day. Um, but his mom, Monique Marchand Davier, she had a ticket to go to open and she couldn't be there. And JB didn't exactly, I mean, he would have liked to have gone, but he didn't really, he, he, they've been like super busy. They were only here for a few months and were insanely busy. And he also knew that and thought that I would be interested. And um, Rob, uh, the the guy that I'm working with, he actually, he didn't even, he didn't have a ticket. So it was through a, through a guest and now dear, dear friend, he sent me an email last night, a goodbye email. And I started to cry. Um, it's so <laughs> nice what he said, but uh, yeah. So it was through a, through an, a fellow Airbnb guest slash host. Okay. Well, that is an interesting story. <laughs> yeah. Um, so how long have you been helping out with the, with the hosting? Well, what did I say? I've been here since October 14th, uh, since like October 18th. <laughs> um, I was supposed to stay with my, my best friend just started a job, uh, down in, in Menlo park. And I was going to crash with her for the first month. She and I have been nomads all over and, uh, both wanted to, to be here. And so the plan, which is always funny how, you know, plans and things tend to rarely end up exactly as expected. Uh, the plan was, okay, well, I'll go and stay with you down in Menlo Park and, you know, figure it out. Uh, and yeah, so I, I didn't because whatever that push was when I was walking onto the plane in, in Atlanta that told me you need to stay at Airbnb and start your story there, um, that ended up I, I, that's where I started staying. And it was only after a matter of days that I was presented with this opportunity. Um, so really kind of since I got here. Okay. And how's, how's it been going? Like, what do you do? You, you do the communication on the platform, you check in the guests. How does that work? Hmm. Well, so, you know, as we, as hosts realize there are many duties and many that, <laughs> You kind of don't even realize. I was thinking about this today, actually. I was like, I wonder if all the guys, like everyone knows what, what goes on behind the scenes. Um, but we're still, we're, we kind of have been figuring it out as we go. Um, it's a bit of a, a startup mentality, actually. Um, I, in the beginning, was like, maybe we should really lay this out in black and white, which we did a little bit of. But um, we share responsibilities, uh, you know, but I help do everything from, you know, cleaning toilets, which when you're listening to Krista Tippett interview Seth Godin about the future and it's like, well, this, this really isn't that bad. And it becomes sort of meditative and humbling. Um, so I do everything from that to uh, spending the whole day, which this doesn't feel like work at all to me. Um, but like yesterday I was at Golden Gate Park all day with my friend Martin from Serbia and Sarah who just got here from Australia. And we went to the, the Lindy Hop 
um, uh, lesson, which remember Lorianne on the email, the host, like from that email chain we had, she's the one who originally told me about this. Um, so we went and danced and then hung out at the park, saw the skate, sixth Avenue skating Avenue, whatever. Uh, so it's kind of all over the map. Um, but I do think, you know, in this situation, there's a, there's a lot to learn and there's a lot to, a lot of different ways that this, this can be done. And I, I hope to help people kind of figure out, um, some of the, the lessons and best practices, at least that work for us. So what are these best practices and lessons that have worked? Mm, well, um, like most things, communication is quite important. Uh, so we've, you know, I started just sending a, an email on Sunday nights with the, the weekend review. Um, we found, you know, as much as we love calendars and people like to plan things, again, it's just life happens and sometimes the little things can slip or, you know, you just have to figure out what works best, I guess, as far as the tool um, for, for people. But yeah, we started just doing this weekly email. So it was like every day, what's my schedule? Who's coming? What do we need to be done? Um, uh, what are some like kind of extracurricular things going on? And then we'll, we'll chat about it in person too, just to have another touch point. Um, so yeah, communication is, is huge. I mean, I think with that, you can face just about any challenge without communication is when things get held in or things get, you know, not, they're not clarified or assumptions are creeping in. And, um, and that's where, you know, problems and sort of negativity can arise from. So, so yeah, so we do weekly email. I have a, a calendar, you know, obviously just to keep up with everything, which I'm super excited though about a lot of the new features they announced at open. Um, I think that will, that will help. Um, uh, yeah. That's some of them. I'm sure more will come up as we talk, but that's the biggest thing that, that comes to mind. So how many rooms are you guys running out in, in the house? Um, we have this, the one that I'm in, there are, uh, three bedrooms and we can be flexible with, you know, how many people stay. Um, there's on average like two beds, two beds per room. So you have a little roommate and, you know, people are, it's funny. I was talking to Sarah, my current roommate last night about this. It's like, sometimes that may sound a little weird or people want their privacy or whatever, which is important. I mean, you do have to, you know, have, have, have your, times to, to relax and rejuvenate. Um, but it just, it, it really works for what we're doing because it's also even just the way that the listing is online. And we also want to maybe add, I think there's more that can be done, but, um, it attracts a, a group and the price is super low. So it like, it, it attracts a group of people that are cool with, with, um, you know, a bit of a kind of a, a hostile feel, but but more of a, a home sort of hostile. You know. So you guys really are are looking for guests that are doing something entrepreneurial or are related to a startup or or something in in that sector, correct? Uh, yeah, yeah. Ideally, um, yes. I mean, it's. It's, it's, I've been thinking about it a lot, just being here and, you know, whether it's, I continue being the one here or if I'm just helping whoever helps next, um, there's room for it to have this layer of 
of home added to, you know, your average sort of co-working space. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, so it, it's, but yes, it's mostly all like startup entrepreneur people. Um, but you know, we don't, we don't discriminate <laughs> and mm-hmm. there's all ages. I mean, definitely people from all over the world. We've had every, every continent represented even just since I've been here or even probably just in the last week, yeah. uh, week or two. Um, that's great. Well, what I yeah. really like about this concept is that, uh, you know, I've been, I've been an entrepreneur for a few years now and I know how inspiring and how important it is to connect with like-minded people. And uh, so what I like to do sometimes is just rent a house and invite a bunch of people who are doing similar things and uh, and just stay with them for, you know, for like a month or so and kind of help each other out with the, with the different things that we're working on because everyone has areas of expertise and having a, another entrepreneur giving you a perspective on what you're doing uh, can be really, really, really um inspiring and can really move you forward so so i really like the the whole concept of the entrepreneurial house or the startup house and uh, especially uh using airbnb for this for this purpose i think uh is uh, is ideal yeah i totally agree and i um i have a question for you about that though because i've kind of been thinking you know thinking about that and then also thinking about some of the the challenges though with with airbnb and neighborhoods um you know in hopes of helping uh, do you when you do that? Do you is it usually just those those people you invite that that come, or do you find yourself like I don't know where you go? Maybe you're in you know a remote island or something on a remote island. But do you ever like are there you know outsiders if you will or like neighbors that that come over too? Um, not really. What I usually do is I just rent a, a place on Airbnb and then I invite all the people that. Uh, you know that I think would enjoy doing such a thing, and yeah. then, uh, and then usually, m- you know, more people want to come than than spaces are available. So it, it'll fill it fills up pretty quickly, typically. Yeah, I would love to talk with you more about that. I find that super interesting. I'm a, I love to bring people together, um, and and to kind of like curate experience in that way. You know, I think is is cool. It's like uh, I feel like in some ways we're entering this. 4d you know it's like where we are right now in san francisco kind of feels like the new hollywood and i've been thinking about how these people and we are sort of like new actors and directors and you know casting directors almost um so it's yeah it's really fun to think about that um the reason i asked you that question though is uh and maybe this is more for what we're doing where it's a little bit more of long-term stays versus what you described but I really want to think more about, and I, you know, this again is probably a, maybe an offline conversation that started, but, um, okay. So we've got all these, you know, like-minded, like you said, entrepreneur, a lot, a lot of times young people who we, you know, we, people who have ambition and are driven and are doing really awesome things, but I can't help, but look around even right now, I'm looking at the window right now, looking around at all these houses. I've met some of the neighbors who have been here for 40 years. And I feel like there's got to be some sort of benefit. Like maybe imagine you're a parent or like an older mentor. Like I'm imagining, let's say my dad or, you know, an older figure lives across the street. My dad would love to come over to this house 
and share some of his knowledge and experience and bounce off ideas and, you know, offer even a, a different angle versus, you know, maybe mm-hmm. a different age. And um, I don't know. I've just been thinking about that a lot because it's like in some ways we feel like, oh, man, we've got to be careful, you know, with neighbors. Would you want to be respectful? But I, we're, we've talked about inviting inviting people over. And, and I think it could be cool, especially in, in the startup world, you know, to you can almost never have too many perspectives um, to just continue to iterate and create great mm-hmm. new ideas. Yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting that you mentioned it, actually, because it reminds me of uh, a project that a, a friend of mine is doing. It's called Pure House, the Pure House Project. Uh, okay. It's, a, it's on purehouse.org. And, okay. and what he's doing, he's doing a similar thing where he has this entrepreneurial startup house but he's not just housing people. He also brings in people from outside the house to, uh, you know, to connect with the people that are staying in the house. That he organizes, you know, like dinner parties, fitness, yeah. like health coaching. Um, you know, the the house, like all the people that are involved, they have all sorts of connections throughout the city. And this is in New York, so you know, I, I'm I'm really looking forward to actually staying at this house because. It, it just sounds like uh, it, it will be s- such an inspiring experience. They have mm-hmm. business resources like, uh, you know, communal spaces for work, co-mentorships, support from cool freelancing friends. And just reading from the website right now with the coaches, yeah, yeah. advisors, network of freelancers, et cetera, et cetera. So I just imagine showing up at the house and getting to know everybody. And then, you know, people will will help me connect with with other people in the network in new york um to uh you know to to help me move forward so yeah that's uh that's i think this is yeah it's a great uh it's just a great idea and yes uh, I'm, I'm hoping to have the founder on the podcast actually soon uh, his name is ryan fix so he did a he did a really good great job and so this might be something that's interesting for you too Absolutely. I'm trying to pull it up and look at it now too, but I'm on my friend's computer who's Serbian. So the keyboard is like backwards. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So that sounds really awesome. I would love to hear more about, about what he's doing and talk mm-hmm. to him. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, we'll, we'll keep in touch about that, but let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, your initial connection with Airbnb. What, what is it that attracted you to, to Airbnb so much? Hmm, man, that's a good question. Um, well, you know, I think there's a few, a few phases if I really kind of visualize the, the timeline. Um, a big thing is just my relationship with my dad, my whole life we've talked about for as long as I can remember solving problems. Like I remember him helping me with these mind benders I used to have to do with this like tag program in elementary school. Um, Oh, helping me. He never did my homework for me. Neither of my parents did. They, they were good about that. But uh, um, anyway, we've always talked about business and big ideas. And um, so I've kind of followed it with him for, for years and just uh, totally every time I heard, you know, some, a new thing that was happening, especially most recently, you know, in this last year or so, I felt like I was like, yes, yes, of course, you know, like it resonated a lot with things that I patterns I see and things that I think about and, um, and having traveled so much for work before, ironically, I never used Airbnb because my company and the organizations that I worked with, um, 
we, they, they booked the travel and it just wasn't quite there yet. Uh, but I am excited to see, you know, there's a lot more, there's like business bookings now. Um, anyway, I had, I had followed it and ultimately what it, what it like kind of has boiled down to for me is preserving this human connectedness. Um, I really feel like and really see and think that we are in a pivotal place in history. And, you know, thinking about this division between artificial intelligence and human intelligence um, makes me think of one of my most favorite books. I don't know if you've ever read A Whole New Mind by Daniel Pink. Um, I remember in the beginning, he asked three questions. It's like, you know, think about your future. Is your, what you're doing, can a computer do it better? Can a computer do it faster? Can someone in India do it for you? You know, and it's like, okay, well, think about what you, if if the answer is yes, then you might want to kind of rethink about what you want to do or who you want to be. And, um, and not that this is about me exactly. I'm saying me and I, but really thinking about all of us as humans, as crazy and maybe out there as that sounds, uh, it matters. It matters so much. So yeah, it's, it's really ultimately that like the human connectedness, but doing it in such an individual one step at a time, one person at a time, authentic way that I just believe we, we need. Um, and I mean, my God, if open wasn't enough to, to show what can happen when you have that, those like-minded people together, I don't know. I don't know what is. And you were talking about the Airbnb open. Yeah. 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 The, yeah. I, I keep referring to it. I think it's kind of cool. I feel like it's already become <laughs> a bit of the host jargon, you know, everyone just knows, but, but yeah, the Airbnb, <laughs> the most recent conference, um, that was here in, in San Francisco. And Lauren, you told me you're actually, uh, what you're actually want to work at the Airbnb. Is that correct? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I, maybe I do in some ways, uh, already, but I do. I mean, yes, I, I do as far as I can see. Um, I don't know, again, coming back to what I said earlier with plans and, you know, the way I'm a, I'm a yoga meditation doer. And so I, I prefer to not cling to things. Um, so it's that sort of art and science balance of, uh, fluidly and kind of in a dance sort of way going after something, but knowing when to let go. And, um, yeah. So, I mean, it was a catalyst to get me out here. That's a million percent. I can't, I can't hide that. Um, and I have applied and, and made a lot of friends and, you know, this experience that I'm having right now is it's kind of, it's crazy. And I think when I go home for Christmas, maybe I'll be able to see everything a little bit more clearly. Um, but yeah, I, I, I would love to. And again, I think I already am in a lot of ways and I believe I've been helping in a lot of ways. So maybe this is it. Maybe this is what, you know, I was kind of sensing or feeling and that's totally cool. But if there's, there's a fit for both of us, great. If there's not, you know, great, it should be, it it should be, uh, what it should be. And so that's where I've just kind of been trying to practice this game of presence and, um, just be authentic and, and trust in what that seed can grow into. Awesome. So maybe next year at the Airbnb Open in Paris, you'll be wearing one of those Airbnb shirts that the <laughs> Perhaps. Say <laughs> la vie, oui. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, looking forward to see you, seeing you there again. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a quite a remarkable story, I think. And, you know, thank you so much for, for sharing it on, on this podcast. Um, I think 
I think those entrepreneurial houses are are really cool, and uh, I would I would love to to stay in in some of them um, yeah. in the coming year. So maybe if I'm hopping by San Francisco, I will uh, I will uh, hit you up and uh, see if I can stay there. Absolutely, we'll welcome you in seven different languages, and uh, there's certainly the the sense of belonging um, here at this startup home. So, um, I appreciate you you reaching out to me, and it was awesome to to meet you guys too at our host dinner. So, I know we'll keep in touch, and it sounds like even just after chatting, we have several things to follow up on. So, I'll talk to you soon. I'm sure. Absolutely. So thank you so much, Lauren. And then we have come to the end of this episode. Um, as always, every Monday and Thursday, there's another episode going live. And don't forget to check out our book. It's on Amazon in Kindle version and also paperback. And we also have all sorts of cool resources, a lot of free resources for you guys at getpaidforyourpet.com. You can get the free audio book. You can get the free couple chapters of the book and we also have tons of blog posts and of course all the podcast episodes are at getpaidforyourpet.com slash podcast so with that thank you for listening everybody and we'll see you next time get paid for your pet 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 get Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet.